Good morning and welcome to Visa Capital Five Minute Morning Minor on Monday, the 7th of November. Um, after a very wet and miserable weekend, really. Um, so, how are you, Paul, this morning? Well, I'm feeling a little bit upbeat here, actually, even though it was a week, uh, uh, wet weekend uh, because the uh, dollar weakened a little bit and the gold price and the silver price responded very nicely. Oh, I'm delighted that you're feeling a little bit upbeat, Paul. That's always nice to hear on a Monday morning. Um, excellent. So um, what news would you like to kick off with this morning? Actually, well, why don't you kick off? Because I think it's um, uh, one of our clients, Central Asia Metals. They're marking the fifth anniversary of their ownership of Sasser, aren't they? And just putting out a few sort of noticeable achievements. Why don't you just run through a few of those? Yes, that's right. Uh, Central Asia Metals, the uh, base metals producer in Kazakhstan and Macedonia. In this case, they've marked the fifth year anniversary of acquiring the uh, Sasa lead zinc mine in Macedonia. So they've uh, essentially called attention to that and then giving some of the milestones that uh, they have uh, achieved uh, over the over the period of time uh, a lot of it is uh, esg work that they've been working there around uh, macedonia and sasa and so forth and remember too they had a relatively minor tailing spill a few years back that they handled very nicely uh, both from a, a technical as well as a esg um, reason as well uh, in handling community relations on that uh, so um They've made sustainability target reduction goals as well in order to reduce their surface water use by 75% by the end of 2026. They've also generated 440 million in net revenues in lead zinc sales over the three year period. SASA employs about 700, over 700 people, of which 99% of those are local workers. And they have been funding community development activities separately through a foundation, over $1.7 million committed into those local community activities. So that's just a a bit of the uh, activity and uh, support that they've provided to that local area in Macedonia. Well, well done, Camel. We do like Camel. Uh, anyway, let's go on to some news news, so to speak. Uh, I think Shanta Gold announced an update and their West Kenyan uh, gold project. Uh, yes, they have uh, an update uh, in West Kenya on uh, three different projects or three different deposits uh, within their projects. Uh, phase two drilling program in conversion of inferred resources, resources to indicated at the Sulu Bushiangala uh, project or deposit area and also at the Ramallah uh, deposit area. So they've released a few uh, drilling results there. In both cases, we're talking about uh, of the drill holes reported, we're looking at two meter to about 17 meter intercepts they uh, report here. And the grades running from 1.4 grams to uh, over an ounce or 34 grams uh, per ton. An uh, awful lot of these are multi uh, or well above 10 grams in, in intercept uh, grades and quite a bit of free gold too in the uh, announcement. So I suspect there will be a gravity circuit in the plant in due course in order to uh, utilize that. 
Very good. Uh, also notice that um, whilst on a, a London listed uh, gold company, Soul Gold seems to have got a $50 million investment from uh, TSX listed Ossis, I can pronounce this wrong, Ossisco Royalty. Os yeah, Osisco Royalty uh, has uh, taken a $50 million investment into Sol Gold's uh, Cascapel uh, project there, Copper Gold uh, project, and a big one there in Ecuador. Osisco is going to get a 0 0.6 uh, or six tenths of 1% NSR interest uh, on Cascabel in that smelter. And Sol Gold has the opportunity to buy back one third of that as NSR over a four year period if they uh, find that they find it a benefit to do so. That's a pretty good investment. Uh, a little bit of news out on AFRITIN. AFRITIN, uh, the AIM quoted uh, tin miner in uh, Namibia in the US uh, mine district uh, has completed its phase one expansion of operations. So in the next three months, you will see or suppose, should see uh, improvement in the total uh, tin concentrate to production to a run rate of 1,200 tons per annum. And they continue to work on further expansions still, as well as uh, uh, developing a further uh, tantalum uh, concentrate product uh, production, as well as assessing what is the obvious, if you've been out there or seen photographs, obvious spodumene lithium potential on that property? Uh, there are, um, not that I've been to see them yet. Maybe I'll get the invite. I'll never get invited anywhere. You, you geologists and analysts always get the invites. Uh, it's worth mentioning, perhaps, we've been talking a lot on, on whilst on lithium, about lithium uh, last week. Uh, Green Lithium today announced plans to build their lithium uh, hydroxide refinery on in Teesside, uh, which of course is where Tees Valley uh, lithium basically is is um, uh, building, which is Alchemy PLC. Uh, so it's all go in terms of building lithium hydroxide plants. Uh, we act for Alchemy Capital, which is Tees Valley um, lithium, uh, and that's therefore where we're putting our money, so to speak. Uh, anything else, Paul? You want to quickly mention? Well, Caledonia Mining, the uh, Zimbabwe uh, uh, dual-listed gold uh, producer, uh, has uh, released an updated resource estimate for its Malagreen uh, project down in uh, Zimbabwe. It's uh, now they had a last uh, statement out a little more than a year ago, and this updated one now showing eight million tons of uh, ore in the measured and indicated uh, category at 1.7 grams for about 440,000 ounces and another inferred resource uh, of 6 million tons grading 2 grams. Uh, so we're getting up close, very close to a million ounces at Mellagreen now. Very good. I'll call it a day there, Paul, and see what's going. Uh, just to alert people, I am on Thursday going down to Tungsten West, see how things are going. Um, so just be aware of that. Uh, anyway, we'll speak tomorrow, Paul. Thanks. Very good. See you then.